Hello, and welcome to the RMS PD Podcast, a daily show to encourage educators to think outside of the box by providing a new way to do professional development for Rollo Middle School teachers and beyond. I'm your host, Rob Houck, and let's get ready to learn. Hello and welcome to another episode of the RMSPD podcast. Today I have two young teachers and coaches joining me, um, Ethan Meeks and Cody Poe, both joining us from Kabul. Um, Start with you, Cody. Tell us a little bit about your educational background. Um, I'm actually a Kabul graduate and I was lucky enough to have teachers and coaches that I saw that the impact they could have in education, just the relationships they had with me and other students just led me to want to have that impact on the world. So I decided to go into education. Um, I ended up going to Missouri State for college, uh, graduated in the fall um, of 2016, and got a para job for that next semester, and then worked my way into math, uh, now 7th and 8th grade math, and I'm coaching football and track. And Ethan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Ethan Meeks. I went to high school and graduated from Stockton, Missouri, and I went to college at College of the Ozarks, uh, graduated in 2015. After college, I took a couple years off from, I didn't go straight into education. I worked construction part-time for two years and substituted at Stockton for two years. So I kind of went a little different route, but. So guys, both of you have been in this for only two years, still young in education. What are some of the things that you're experiencing that you weren't quite ready for when you got out of college? I think just some of the situations the kids come from at home and when you're in college you learn about things and they make it almost this perfect environment sometimes of how we should teach things and how kids are going to react to certain things but when they have needs that aren't being met at home it kind of throws a wrench in that and you never know what you're going to get so learning how to navigate that has definitely been a challenge in my first two years. Uh, my uh, college prep or my teaching prep they they were really big because we had a kind of a tri-school area that kids would flow through in and out of. So they really helped us prepare for low-income kids and kids that we're going to see maybe two months and then disappear and then they'll come back at the end of the year, not have grown any, not knowing anything else. So they really heavily hit that on, let us know that that's something that we were going to do. But I got a little bit of a jump on it because I, I did substituting, so I kind of got a real-world and what it's like in the classroom before I actually became a teacher, which I thought was extremely beneficial for me. Absolutely, and I say it all the time, those who are not quite in education yet need to get exposure to it. They need to get out there all the time and see it in a variety of different ways. And so one of the things you guys also do is coach. Talk about that balance of coach and teaching aspect that you guys are experiencing. Well, I found out my first year why there's not many math teacher coaches because with the workload of grading and stuff and math and then during football season, I was I felt like I had no social life, which was fine because I love football and I love teaching, but it was just a whole new world of responsibilities to take on and you're always tired. You know, some weeks at a small school like this, I have to help with the high school staff as well. We'd have a Monday night JV game, then I'd have my own games on Thursday nights, and then Friday nights we may go three hours away for a game in those weeks you're putting in 75 80 hours and I'd still have to come up and grade on Saturday morning to get my grades in a timely manner so fall football's in the fall and that's the first thing so my first experience teaching those first few months was football and teaching math and it kind of threw me in the water right away and had to learn to swim Ethan yeah it's a it's a huge adjustment just time management wise because you're gonna like you said 70 80 hour weeks sometimes and I don't I'm not even part of the football program but 
uh, the first year just going into new sports and you just take everything with you. You take your kids' problems at, during school, you take your sports problems, what your team needs to know, how you're going to teach them, and all that stays with you all night. Thinking about it, you wake up tired, do the same thing all over again. Absolutely. And you guys added a new dynamic. Both of you guys drive the bus. So not only are you guys teachers, coaches, you guys also drive the bus. Any advice for anybody who's thinking about doing that? Uh, <laughs> if, if you can avoid it, don't do it. I kind of I have to because I'm PE, and so we have to shuttle over to one of the other campuses to use their gym. But if I didn't have to do it, I wouldn't. I actually tell our transportation director now, hey, if you have somebody that can drive my games, I'd love that. You know, it's one less thing for me to have to worry about, but I have my CDL now, so if he needs me to, I'm more than happy to, but it's one less thing to worry about, so if I don't have to, I'd rather not. Um, on a recent episode of the podcast, one of your classmates, Sydney, was talking about teachers who leave the profession. And right now, you guys are still within that five-year window where it's still a possibility that I'd say you're going to get out one in five do before five years are over. Um, what are some thoughts you guys have about that and advice you have to those who are thinking about maybe getting out? I think it all comes back to the kids. You have to be kid focused. You know, some of these kids, especially the ones that are, are my athletes as well as in the classroom, I spend more time with them during football season than their parents do. And, you know, I see them more than my own family. So you, you just develop really strong relationships with them. And the idea that since I do help, like, with high school football as well, I'm going to be a constant part of their life for the next five years or six years for them now. Um, and some of them don't get that at home. And I think that's important. And, you know, sometimes it's going to be hard in education. And maybe I'll think, well, maybe I should leave. But then you have to think about what's best for these kids. They need those role models that they may not get elsewhere. And that, that keeps me going. Okay. Ethan? Uh, I would agree. In college, we had to one of our assignments was to like reason our reasons for teaching and kind of what we stood for and why we wanted to go in the profession. And I've had to uh, think back to that many, many times in this last just two years even. And it's all about relationships and how can I make the most impact on this world. And in my opinion, it's getting to kids before they turn into who they could be and getting those relationships with them, showing them how to act what's expected of them, how they're supposed to turn out. And that's, that's the big thing that keeps me here. It just keeps coming. Good. All right, guys, one final question, and that is if there was one thing that you wish you could have known before you started, what would that be? That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> or one th okay, one thing that those who aren't doing it don't know that they need to know. Same question, just different spin on it. I'd say mine's it's more of a positive thing. Is It's extremely rewarding. You can go three or four months and just, just kind of drag in, and then you see the light bulb click in one kid's head, whether it's just in class or on the court or in the baseball field, just one thing click or him help somebody out a certain way, and you know that you've made an impact and that it's worth it. You've changed one person's life who's going to domino effect, butterfly effect, and change multiple people's lives just because of what you taught them. Yeah, I think it's not always instantly rewarding. I had one of my coaches from high school actually tell me one time, he said, teaching and coaching is not like riding a lawnmower mowing grass. You can't look just right behind you and see your results. He said, some kids come back to me like 20 years after they graduated and tell me the impact I had on them. And he's just thinking, you never showed it when I was there, but better late than never. So luckily in my case, it didn't take 20 years because I'm not there yet. Um, but I have seen maybe six months down the road, you think you keep harping on this kid about 
something little and eventually it starts to click not when you told them but three or four months down the road and that's very rewarding all right thank you guys i appreciate your time and to everybody out there listening have a great day stay out of trouble and be safe